0: This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers
1: across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content. Geographic farming and more. We've had the opportunity to help over a hundred thousand entrepreneurs over the last twenty years. It's really
0: been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out remindermedia.com slash paid marketing. That's remindermedia.com slash stay paid marketing. Take action on that today.
1: Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. Generating leads online can be the ultimate pipeline filler that your business needs. But how do you know where to start? With the right strategy and the and the proper support, you can create a never-ending flow of leads into your business that will keep you from ever having to cold call again. If you yes. want to, you should still call. You might still cold call. But you, might. you don't have to. And today, we're going to go over four things you can do using Facebook ads to help you stay paid in your business by taking action on these tips. Chips. Dang, I like how you included "stay paid" and "take action"
0: in the intro. Yeah, I had fun with that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Did you use ChatGPT for no. that? Okay, good for you.
1: No, I did not. All right, so we're going to go over. This is really just. You based- guys
0: don't even know what's real or what's not real anymore <laughs> because ChatGPT four has now come out. This no.
1: this this is us. We are human.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just content wise. I'm just running everything through ChatGPT four to help help me think through ideas. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how much it's helping me. Yeah, we've run, um,
1: we've created ad copy, you know, ChatGPT.
0: Our uh, business intelligence uh, director, uh, Dan, was showing us yesterday how he uses ChatGPT4. And I know we're not talking about ChatGPT4 on this podcast, but it's just amazing. He's created, ChatGPT4 allows you to create personas. Mm -hmm. And the personas he's created is he's created a persona, basically, of a chief analytics officer. Of a company that does what we do, of a marketing company, and he basically uses that. He's prompted and primed it to where it he can ask it, in this situation, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And it gives him answers based upon the context that he's prompted it with, and it's pretty Fantastic! Yeah. The stuff that and each one that you with. prime,
1: you can keep as a separate little chat or assistant That's on the side that you can just go to. And it doesn't forget. Like you can go back four days later and say, "Oh yeah, do, uh, ask it another question," and it, and it answers you like in that persona. But anyway, here are the four things that we've learned after spending millions and millions of dollars on Facebook ads, both for our own business and as well as our company. What we're going to recommend here are four things that you can do in order to make your Facebook ad successful. And the first one is the type of ad that you should be running. So we're going to yeah. recommend that you should always have these two types of ads running. The first is a lead generation ad, yep. and the second is a branding ad. So your lead generation ad sounds just like it is. You're optimizing for conversion. And specifically in this case, we've come to de- determine that Facebook lead forms are the best way to optimize for conversion. You can yes. send people to a landing page uh, and put a little pixel on your page so that you can track the number of leads. Uh, and you know you can, you can get people to convert that way as well. But with Facebook lead forms, there's two benefits here. Number number one, it's an ease of use for the user. So the user doesn't have to go to another page, learn how to use that site, learn where the lead Mm -hmm. form is, figure out what to do. So the less friction that you can create in the lead conversion process, the better. Uh, And Facebook keeps you on their platform, which is the second benefit. Facebook actually likes you more because you're keeping that person on the platform and your ad is more likely to be seen, we think. Like Facebook yes. doesn't say this, but we based on our research and logic of how the algorithms work, your ad is more likely to be seen because you're keeping the person right there on the platform. And you also can't you also get the autofill? F- yeah. So like on um, on Facebook and now Instagram, also Instagram's yeah. been doing this for the past few months. Uh, you can actually they have a little button that just says autofill and it just submits the form for you.
0: Note on that, and maybe you have this in your list. So sorry if I'm jumping ahead. Is it. the qualification of the lead like the quality of the lead? Mm-hmm. Um, your form is a way, is the main way to help you qualify your lead is what we have found. The more fields that you have, obviously, the more quality of a lead that's going to have. What I mean by fields is the more questions you ask them, qualifying questions. So basic questions would be first name, uh, last name, email address, maybe phone number, and someone gives you that. That's awesome. But if you then start asking how much are you willing to spend on marketing or, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you know, what price range are you looking for? When are you looking to move? Are you pre-approved? You're going to have less people fill out that form because it takes, more effort to do, but the people who do go through that effort to fill out that form, they are higher quality leads. Case in point, we see this for our own business, our Calendy leads, where we're literally running an ad for people to uh, find out more about the magazine or find out more about our postcard program or or our Facebook ads program, and they book a Calendee appointment through our ad we find that even if they don't show for the calendar appointment it still is a great closing rate and it makes sense why you've gone through not only going hey I want information but I'm willing to pick a time that I want you to want to talk to you even if I don't show up I'm willing to pick a pick a time which shows that this person has true interest yeah. so if you are like doing facebook ads right now and you're like I don't like the quality of my leads because facebook is top of funnel you can actually enhance the quality of your leads, but your price is going to go up yeah. by adding more qualifying questions. So you just got to know how much you're willing to spend per lead. Because my brother with real, I mean, with realtor.com, with Zillow, is spending like 400 bucks right now per Zillow lead, mm-hmm. right? So he's willing to spend up to $400 for leads because that he knows will close, so right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Which that leads to kind of this idea of you want to include a call to action, a direct call to action in your lead generation as a, Keep in mind, this is direct response. You are doing something with the intention of them to fill out a form, get you their information by offering an item of value. With your item of value, you want to choose something that's going to be broad, both broadly appealing but also niche enough to reveal their intent. So just like what you're saying with the setting up of the calendar link, that's a very direct ask for somebody to do. And you can try running an ad like that to get them uh, to fill out a form or to to book a time to speak with you. Uh, Extremely uh, niche in terms of narrowing down on the intent of them. So you can go from anywhere from that to a little bit more broadly appealing. What we've seen work with real estate is offering a list of homes under a certain price point because yes, you're going to get the looky-loos. Yes, you're going to get the browsers, but you're also narrowing in on somebody that has an interest in seeing homes within their market within a certain price range. And then from there, you can leave it super simple name and email, right? Or you can do what you're saying, which is continue to filter down by having them answer those questions, which not only helps you gain more information on their situation, but it ensures that this is someone who's not just hitting the button real quick and moving on. Uh, The second thing, uh, real quick, do you want to talk about The phone script at all when following up on the lead generation? Uh, Yeah, I
0: can. Uh, So when you follow up with your leads, obviously the follow-up is the fortune, right? Or the fortune's in the follow-up. So you're going to get leads. These are middle of funnel, top of funnel leads mostly. You got to qualify them. And Facebook leads traditionally is you're going to see a one to 3% conversion, right? So it's going to take a lot of effort getting through these leads and a lot of dials. We have found that you need to be dialing probably almost like 18 times. When you actually get the person on the phone, the number one thing that we have found from Our ads that we run, this ad that Josh is talking about with the list of properties, is actually going in and going, Hey, I saw that you were looking at homes online. Just wanted to see if you found what you were looking for. And this is critical because most people go in and they kind of introduce themselves right away and they say, They reveal, Hey, you requested information off of Facebook. That immediately makes the consumer feel like you're just a big box store, you're corporate America, you are trying to and sell something. And the number one something. answer you'll get is,
1: no, I didn't. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you walk into a retail store, can I help you find something? No, nope. nope, just looking. Exactly. So you need to go in in immediately it's like a pattern interrupt. It's Josh answers. You go, hey, Josh, this is Luke. You can mention the brokerage you're calling from if you want. Hey, Josh, this is Luke uh, with Keller Williams. Hey, I saw you were looking at homes online, just wanted to find it, see if you found what you were looking for. And because it's just so direct, so quick, so much of a question up front, people actually answer. No, I didn't quite find what I'm looking for. Now, you know, they were looking, it's like a qualifying question and that leads you down the road.
1: We have another podcast dedicated to that. So you can go back and check that one out as well. If you're, if you're curious about more of the structure of the call, the second type of ad that we would recommend always running is a branding ad. So think about this as your digital billboard. So instead of buying a billboard on the highway or a shopping Mm cart or Um, a park bench, right? This is your digital billboard that you can run. Uh, And for this, you're optimizing for brand awareness, which uh, Facebook, (laughs) uh, they measure that by something called ad recall lift. So what ad recall lift is, it's an old advertising term that marketers have been using for years. But what it does is it actually goes and says, if I show this person an ad today, and I go back to them, two days later, how likely are they to have remembered that ad? So that's what you're measuring by there. Um, We would estimate, I think based on our results, like it's not super high. It's like less than 1% are going to remember your ad over two days, but you're going to be hitting thousands and thousands of people. So Mm -hmm. if you had a thousand people, a hundred of those people will remember your ad two days later. Your ultimate goal here is a little bit different than lead generation because this isn't direct response. Your ultimate goal is having someone walk up to you in the grocery store. Yes, correct. And saying, Hey, I see you everywhere. Yeah, Your right? friends
0: saying you're killing it. I'm seeing you everywhere. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and your friends might rib you a little bit about it, but what that means is everybody else that you're targeting is yeah. also seeing you that many times and recognizing you. A matter of fact, we started to run this with the agent recently. And I think within less than a week, they sent us a message like, Hey guys, yeah, <laughs> I just, <laughs> everyone's saying that they're seeing me everywhere.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I get it all the time with my ads that we run for the company. Um, two things that I would point out that you can do. One is with your branding ad, you can also upload a custom list uh, to see. And a lot of times this works really well for your sphere or for your leads that you already have. So, you know, like we generate a ton of leads for people through Facebook, through our program, and they want to retarget those people with a branding ad. So it's not necessarily another call to action ad, but they want to retarget those with a branding ad. The type of branding ad that we're running right
1: now for even my brother- Well, real quick, before you go into the type, because- Uh, in order, in in terms of targeting people. So you mentioned your custom list. So you can Mm -hmm. actually upload your database Mm -hmm. to Facebook, a CSV file, include their name, their email, their phone number. You can export out their city, state, zip, Facebook can also match on that. You want to make sure that you're targeting your current leads. So Facebook knows who's converted. So run your branding ad on people that converted on your lead ad. You can run uh, the ad to people that have interacted with your Facebook page and your Instagram posts. And then another thing that we're seeing success with is you can get a targeted list. So we're actually, pulling a targeted list of people using some of the data that we have on people that are likely to move in an area. Yes. You can upload that to Facebook as well to try and hit some of those people that might be more in the buying mindset. Yeah.
0: I love it. I just got a spam call when I was here on the show. Um, just it was ringing my Apple watch and then my, I looked down at my phone. And when I say spam call, it literally said potential spam. Yeah, Be aware that when you're calling, it's very possible. And I don't know the name off the top of my head, but you can register your your number with um, companies that basically it's like registering that you're a real company so you won't show as potential spam Mm. but the reason why i wanted to point it out is when you're following up to your ads the reason why you have to double dial triple dial is because it's very possible that you might be coming across as potential spam because that's what these phones are doing nowadays and if you double dial it's way more likely that people will go oh this might be a real call because that's a double like this person is calling me twice within just a few minutes so double dialing is a huge technique that we use and even moved it to triple dialing. And a lot of companies have to where you just hit it three times to see if you can actually get that person to pick up.
1: Yeah. Well, you started talking about the type of ad that we're running for branding. So what we're doing right now, it's so easy, but basically it's a photo of yourself, uh, preferably casual, right? Professional, casual, not pajamas, casual (laughs) photo of yourself. Uh, and then just a message saying, you know, thank you. And, And let me see if I have ours here. Uh yeah, just wanted to say a huge thank you to the Lynchburg community and all of our friends and family for putting their trust in us for their real estate needs or your business needs. Then it goes on with a lot more copy. And that's okay to make this ad a lot of copy because the people that you, that are going to look at it are the people that will be most invested in your journey and get to the end where we go. We truly appreciate your referrals. If you know anyone who is looking to buy or sell, either drop a comment Uh, on this, on this post, uh, two things there. Number one, Facebook usually like automatically tags the person when you start typing in a name, it'll just find the person. So now they'll be notified. And the second thing is you're creating more engagement on your post, which is going to help your reach with Facebook. So write it in your own voice. You don't have to use our copy, write it in your own voice. You want it to sound authentic. Start off by saying, thank you. Don't start off by asking for the referral because people are automatically going to see that as a sale, right, yeah. right. And they're automatically going to say, nope, going to skip that. But if you're starting off as a thank you, they see a photo of you, they know you, they're familiar with you. And then at the end, you're asking for the referral. You can drop a comment. You could also link out to a page, and we're going to be testing this soon. So we have a landing page that uh, is built specifically to capture referrals. So you could try linking out to a page. Again, you're sort of going against that idea of taking people off Facebook. Sure. And you're also losing the the link juice, basically, that you're getting from people commenting and engaging with your post as well.
0: A couple other other branding ideas that you could run from an ad perspective one is testimonials Mm -hmm. and so the the key with the branding ads often like in this style is you're trying to make people feel like it's not an ad so you can literally go shout out to josh really appreciate working with you and thank you so much for the kind words and then the testimonial is right there and they the key with your branding ads is your image has always got to be there they got to see your face they got to see your company colors they got to see your logo logo because you're trying to in like basically get mind share in their mind of who you are and what you do, but you're showing them a testimonial. And what's great about the testimonial is it elevates your credibility that, wow, if they see multiples of these over the course of six months or whatever, where it's one testimonial after another, it can elevate your credibility. The other one is a market update or a listing video that you've done. Mm -hmm. So listing videos, like if you are like a Shannon Gillette that we've had on and you do a great listing video, you can run that as a branding ad because people are seeing you doing something awesome. They're seeing it in regards to real estate. And she even mentioned how she now gets calls, just people going, Hey, I need to get my uh, video done for my house. Right. And it's how she's getting leads. But when you do something like a market update, like Will Penny does, or you do a listing video like Shannon Gillette, and you run that as a branding ad, it, elevates the credibility. Even if you don't watch the person's market update, you are constantly seeing, here's the market update for the week of April, whatever, or the week of May 1st, here's your market update. And they're seeing that constantly. And they go, this person is obsessed with the real estate market here in King of Prussia because they keep giving market updates. And yeah. that's what you want.
1: Yeah. And I think some people are afraid of, and so there's three ideas. Definitely the, the easiest one is just a photo of yourself with the thank you message. Yep. So don't get caught up on the other two if, if that sounds like too much work. But I think the, the thing that a lot of people should shy away from is they don't want to see that thank you message and see like sponsored posts next to it. They feel like that's fake. Sure. But in reality what the people are thinking, these are your these are the people that you know. Yeah. These are your friends and your family and your Facebook followers and the people that have interacted with your content and the people that you've worked with in the past. They want you to be successful. They see that you're, you're boosting content out there and they actually, that elevates your brand in their mind as well because they see you as being successful. And that shows them that they can trust referring someone that they know mm-hmm. to you and your business. I
0: would say in this Applies to any marketing and branding, but don't be lukewarm. Yeah. So if you do it just a little bit, then it is ugh, because you're just <laughs> like you're barely seeing it. They, they, it's awkward because people don't. But if you just pound it, meaning like people are seeing you all the time, you're out there, you're doing it consistently, they actually get used to you doing it and they cheer you on.
1: I wanted to look it up real quick. The number of frequency that we're seeing on some of these brand awareness ads that we're running for folks is, I know the last time I looked, it was like over ten. Yeah, like this one's 8.95, 8.43. So that means that within that 30 day time span, people are seeing your post nine to 10. Yeah. times. All right. I'm actually going to recommend, I know I said four things and we only got yeah. through the first one. So oh my, oh my gosh, dude, did we really, <laughs> we're going to split this into two episodes okay. because sure. June, uh, our month of June is all about lead generation. That's kind of our content theme anyway. So this allows to kind of go into more detail, but the next episode will go over the last three points. Look, we've generated over 20,000 leads for our clients to run a Facebook ads. If this sounds complicated for you, we can actually help you out with this 10 million impressions in the last year alone. We can do it for you. I actually got this recently from uh, a client uh, just the other day. So Joyce, uh, if you're listening, thank you for sending this in. They said, first and foremost, you can call me, or excuse me, you call me at the most convenient time. You always help me quickly resolve problems that are too much for me, so thank you. Since I decided in January to add lead generation to my monthly expenses with Reminder Media, I have gained so much. I get leads daily from my Facebook ads, which has turned out great. I've added over 150 leads to my CRM as well as made his connections with some, and that's only been within the last three months. I've closed one deal so far, which is paid for this expense. I have one closing next week and I have two more leads in the works actively looking for a home. That's amazing. So look, if you're having trouble generating leads, again, it, uh, don't do this if you're not uh, invested in your relationships, yep. if you're not invested in making the follow-up phone calls, if you're not, uh, if you're not doing the other things that you should be doing in your business. But if you're doing all of that, and you're getting your referrals and you're getting those repeat transactions with your business, this is a fantastic way to continue to add more leads into your pipeline. Uh, You can check us out over at remindermedia.com slash staypaidfollowup. Don't worry, there's no commitment. We're just going to walk you through exactly what we do and how we do it and see if it works for your business. Uh, Again, that's remindermedia.com slash staypaidfollowup. Thank you so much for listening. You can go to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode and want to support the show uh, head on over to apple podcast drop us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend luke you just became uh a, a, a parent a second time second time yeah, yeah not a first time parent can, uh, what superpower do you get when you become a parent do you know that what superpower you get when you become a parent people see you supervision, supervision. because you're a parent or <laughs> a parent. because you have to supervise the child. supervise it the, yeah there you go <laughs> Nice
0: but that's why I said that's why I said people see you because apparently well that is a joke when does yeah. a joke become
1: a dad joke? When it's apparent, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at remindermedia.com. or, of course, you can find us on Instagram where you're at Stay Paid, Stay Paid Podcast. If you have any questions about those Facebook ads we talked about, hit us up on DMs on Stay Paid Podcast. Too. We're always he- willing yep. to just help you answer any questions. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua
0: Steich. Guys, I'm Luke Acre, and I really, truly believe you need to be um, spending money getting your brand out there on social um, because in today's world, there's so much noise. It is all about like who gets the most frequency that creates familiarity that enables them to build trust. And if you combine this idea of getting out in front of people with frequency, with your skill set of actually nurturing the leads and relationships and building relationships with them, you will crush it in your community. And you can do this literally for like a cup of coffee a day. And so if you and your business right now are not running like branding ads on your Facebook or on your Instagram, that is an opportunity for a couple hundred box, you can be running these ads and getting your frequency out there to your sphere and to your community that will generate mindshare and ultimately more deals because we all know the stats. I think it's like 81% of people choose the first agent they think of and talk to. You've got to be first. My challenge to you today is start utilizing paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram start there test out some ads we obviously would love to do it for you but there's plenty of companies out there that could do it for you you could do it yourself we have a webinar that you can watch where we literally teach you to set up the ads yourself do that because you'll see man just with a cup of coffee a day I'm getting my brand out there people are seeing me nine times a month and it just adds to the frequency of what I'm doing remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every industry is top producers take action take action on that today